What's up, y'all, and welcome to Marley the Podcast, where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. Hello, hello. Happy freaking Wednesday again. I am still in shock and disbelief that it is November. I'm not sure where this year has gone. It's definitely been one full of many transitions, many lessons. And one of the biggest lessons would have to be this idea that we feel like we are always so compelled to compare ourselves to other people. And This is not just something that happens surface level. It's a little bit deeper than that. And honestly, there's a little bit of a biological reason behind comparison, why we compare ourselves. And this is because our brain does so to really figure out how we measure up to other people. It's a basic principle that it is to figure out who we are, what we're good at, and what we're not so good at. And we do this comparison without even realizing, but the problem lies in the fact that we dwell on these comparisons for longer than we need to. And with social media being really the way that our world is driven right now and how much of our time is truly spent on social media, it's hard to hop on there and not compare what we're doing to others. It's hard to not compare our bodies to others. It's hard when we feel like our house doesn't look enough like a Pottery Barn catalog compared to many of these other people's houses that we see on there. And don't get me wrong, I am 100% equally intrigued, fascinated by how all of these beautiful, successful people live their lives. But we have to really take a step back and say, is scrolling through the lives of these people that most of the time you don't even know, how does it leave you feeling? Because if it leaves you feeling that you are less than great about yourself on a constant basis, it is time to take note of that. And it's time to take take steps and really put into action how we can stop this comparison in a way that it is negatively affecting our daily life. For the last several years alone, I've made a pact to really stop this comparison game. And quitting cold turkey is uh, not easy to do at all. And I'm not saying it's been easy for me, but there have been small steps that have really helped kickstart this process and help me realize when I am sitting there and comparing myself and how I can pull myself out of it. Because years ago, I had a whole different Instagram. It was geared more towards the bodybuilding world. I followed a ton of bikini competitors, physique competitors, and the things that you see them eating, the things that you see them doing in order to achieve this specific physique was something I was truly fascinated by. And I felt like I was constantly chasing that physique for a goal of mine. And really and truly, I was never planning to get on stage. I was never planning to compete. So why did I wanna live my life like these people who are doing this as a profession when I was simply making myself miserable? And it was really, really hard to pull myself out of that because it was early on in my 20s I was doing this, but I realized that the accounts and people I follow on social media significantly influenced the way I felt about myself, the way I felt about my goals, and the only way to change 
this was to change those people I was following. And it's not to say it's their fault because they don't know they're making you feel this way, but it is ultimately up to you to choose who you follow and unfollow based on your own physical and mental health because it's not just about comparing yourself. It's about how it really makes us perceive ourselves because if we constantly feel like we are not good enough or that our bodies aren't good enough based on what we're seeing on social media, that should be a huge red flag to say, okay, this is not the person I want to be. This is not how I want to feel, but how am I going to actively change this so that I can get to a better place for me. And a main question you have to really ask yourself and that I've asked myself so many times is, is my confidence, is my happiness, and is my mental health worth risking to see these people's lives? People that I don't know, people that really should have no impact on my life in such a negative way. So this is something that we have to really turn intrinsically and ask ourselves and do some self-reflection and get to the root of of this and really figure out what we need to do to kickstart this change. The effects of comparison don't just lie in how much time we spend doing so. It also comes down to the idea of rumination. And rumination is spending time feeling trapped in these negative and anxious thoughts, which in turn can lead to higher levels of anxiety, higher levels of depression. And I don't know about you, but I 100% suffer from anxiety. And I know when I am sitting there and constantly comparing comparing myself to other people, I'm never gonna feel good enough. And if you wanna sit there in those thoughts and think that you can really pull yourself out, then I give my hat off to you, but a lot of times it takes taking a step back and really making some noticeable changes because it's not even just about our mental health. Say we see, you know, these design pages, the things that all these people are buying, whether it's vehicles, whether it's cars, shoes, you know, Louis Vuittons, they want the red bottoms. But if you're going to constantly overspend in an effort to keep up with the Joneses, you're going to be left feeling even worse because your pockets and your wallet are really going to suffer in the meantime. And it's truly not going to make you any happier in the long run. And that's something that we learn over time because at a young age, we get so involved with the materialistic things in life. I know I personally in um, middle school and high school would like cry to my mom if she didn't get me the average. Crombie jeans I wanted. Did they make me any better of a person? Absolutely not. Looking back, I seriously laugh at how I reacted and acted in those instances because jeans don't make you as a person. They don't make you any nicer. They don't make you any prettier. They don't make you feel better about yourself. They just help you feel like you appear to be the person that you want to be to others. But that is something that you have to look for internally. It's not just about our outwardly appearance when it comes to that. Sometimes we may not know if we are actually comparing ourselves to others. And there's a few quick questions I like to ask myself in order to really get to the root of this. And one of the main ones is, am I having FOMO or anxiety over what I see others doing on social media? This is something I have struggled with tremendously. I am huge into music festivals. I love traveling. And at certain points in my life where I wasn't really financially able to do those, I would be on social media and it 
was almost like I was gawking over other people's lives that got to do those specific activities. And I would feel so shitty about myself and feel like I wasn't doing enough because I wasn't going to music festivals that I wanted to. I wasn't able to go to concerts. I wasn't able to travel like I saw other people traveling online. And if we don't catch ourselves in this trap, just like I mentioned earlier, it'll have us spending money that we don't have. And you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be in debt to to make it look like you have a life on social media that really and truly is not how your life actually is. So deciding if you are the type of person that has this FOMO over what you see online, that is something that is huge and that I know I've had to really, really, really hone in on. But also we get so caught up in deleting posts and stories because we didn't get the responses we anticipated. We didn't get the likes. We didn't get the comments that we thought we should have received on them. So instead of just learning from this and saying, okay, what can I do next time to get more feedback, get more response, talk to my audience in a more constructive manner that maybe speaks to them a little bit better. We instead delete it because we feel ashamed that what we created is not enough. And this is something that my past self would have done. Now I just sit there and I'm like, okay, maybe it was the time of day I posted it. Maybe it was the specific content. Maybe it didn't really resonate with people like I thought it would. And this is something hard to really equivalate because we seem to attach our worth to the amount of likes and the amount of interaction we get on social media. But some of those people who have millions of followers, millions of, um, you know, likes on posts, it doesn't mean they're any happier than you are. But the life that they portray on social media may tell a whole different story. So that is something we have to realize as well. And another huge thing is when you you see someone celebrating their success or celebrating something good that happens to them on social media, if you catch yourself getting annoyed that they are in a position where they are celebrating that success or that milestone, that that's a huge indicator that you should probably take a step back and focus on your own accomplishments. Because comparing your accomplishments to those of others, you don't know the journey they've been on. You don't know how many times they've fallen down or failed. Just because they don't show it on social media doesn't mean it has hasn't happened, but you're not going to feel any better about your accomplishments when you're only getting caught up and annoyed with how much they're doing. But also this leads into something that I kind of covered, but checking views like several times a day. So if you are constantly worrying about who's viewing your story, how many people are viewing your story, if you know them, if you don't know them, this is a rabbit hole that, gosh, I have been down so many times. And, but a lot of times if we get hyper-focused in this and caught up, we spend far too much time and energy worrying about who's looking at our story and who's not. And that's not what it should be about in terms of your social media. So I've noticed that if you are the type of person who seems to get really caught up in this social media world, in comparing yourself on there, there are huge steps that you can take in order to really remove yourself. And you can start out slow. It doesn't have to mean you shut down all of your social media at first, but creating boundaries with your social media is going to be the best first step. So that means unfollowing any accounts that make you feel shitty about yourself or your accomplishments. Maybe even just put them on mute. That's a newer feature that Instagram has offered in the last couple years when we first started on Instagram. They never had that. But if you want to just take a break from a certain account or certain person that you follow, go to their page, put them on mute, and that way you don't see their content for a little while. And if you feel like you are finally ready to see 
see their content again. And if it continues to make you feel shitty, then maybe it's time for you to stop following them. But at least you're taking that first step that isn't so harsh. Doesn't mean you have to block them completely, but it does mean that you are removing their content from your own two eyes. Also setting a time limit on social media. So when you go on social media, now it has an app where it can kill your social media after a certain amount of time. This is freaking awesome. You can also set a timer on your phone. So say you want to only spend 30 minutes at a time. That way you set a timer. Once the timer's up, you're done with social media and you can take a step away to go do something else. Because sometimes we feel obligated to get on there, to reply, to respond to everything when we don't have to always give an immediate response. We need to really prioritize our day and prioritize our tasks in a manner that are best suited for us, for our needs. And really and truly, you don't have to be responding to messages at the speed of light. It's okay to take your time. Sometimes, obviously, if you're running a business on Instagram, you want to be mindful. You know, I think a 24-hour period or less is probably great to respond to messages, especially when it pertains to business. Also, when we talk about the topic of dealing with trolls on social media, there's some people who deal with it more than others. I know lately it's been more of an issue for me. So there's a couple ways that you can really navigate this. I posted a reel last week and I had someone commented on it and it was something that I felt like was just kind of rude and out of the blue and I didn't know this person whatsoever. You can choose to respond to them, which kind of takes time and energy from your own space. Or what I chose to do was I just deleted the comment altogether because guess what? I don't need to look at it. I don't need to respond to it and I don't need to engage. And I gave zero time and energy to that person by not replying at all. And if this person is someone who continuously comments negative, rude, nasty things, you have the power to block them. And I am the type of person that I'm not going to let anybody steal my energy, especially somebody I don't know on social media. So don't be hesitant to do this for yourself. I know sometimes we get in the habit of feeling bad for deleting or blocking someone. Hell no. Just delete and block them. Done. Gone. You don't have to worry about them commenting on any of your stuff. You don't have to worry about them killing your vibe. It's a great tool that we underutilize. So why not use it to your advantage and protect your own energy? I think that's the best way to do it. But turning on do not disturb mode has also been really huge for me. So say you're doing a task with work and you don't want it to be interrupted. So do not disturb is a feature that makes it so your phone doesn't make any noise. It doesn't alert you of messages. It doesn't vibrate. It only alerts you of any things when you actually look at your phone. So that way you can take a step away and not have to worry about your phone going off with phone calls, text, uh, DM on Instagram, anything like that. But if you truly find yourself even struggling when you implement those smaller steps, I would 100% say take, take a social media fast. It doesn't have to be a month long. It can be a couple days. Disable your notifications. Delete the app if you need to. But make sure that you are focusing on what is in front of you instead of focusing on other people's lives. Because if we are spending so much time and energy focusing on the lives of others, we seem to forget what's right in front of us. And this time away from social media, we can really spend focusing on our friends, our family, our loved ones, our career, the things that we have to actually be grateful for and the blessings that we can celebrate that have always been right in front of us, but maybe we just lost sight along the way due to some minor distraction. And this leads into the next 
way to pull yourself out of this comparison game, which is practicing gratitude. And it can be as simple as opening your notes app every morning, writing three things down that you are grateful for. And they can be as simple as I'm grateful for a hot shower. I'm grateful for quiet morning coffees. I'm grateful for putting my two feet on the ground. It doesn't have to be anything substantial at first. Whatever comes to mind, those first three things write down. And over time, it'll become more elaborate and it'll be less short and sweet answers. And you'll find yourself really writing about more and more as you go. And then if you are having a day where you're struggling, you find yourself really comparing to others, come back, revisit these notes. And when those feelings of doubt or failure start to creep in, look at the notes you've wrote and really try to let them sink in. Believe them and see them because there have been days where that is how you have felt about yourself. But what has brought us to the day now where we don't feel like that anymore? And how can we get there? Because that is going to be the biggest tool for you being successful in your own life because it's really, really, really hard to take a step back when we're in the thick of it. And I know, especially for me, working on social media makes it extremely hard to take a break sometimes, but I've set aside certain times a day, certain days where I don't go on. And a lot of times I've felt recently that, you know, maybe I'm not doing enough as a coach or maybe I'm not a good enough coach. And this is hard because I truly deep down do know that I am a great coach and I do know that I am really helping to change other people's lives. But when you see so many other coaches online doing the things they're doing with the time they have, it's it's just something that is really hard to block out of your mind. And I want to be able to hop on there and celebrate other people's success. And I know I mentioned this previously about being annoyed when other people, you know, make strides or do something that is a huge accomplishment, but you want to be able to celebrate other people because guess what? Their own success has nothing to do with yours. So if you're feeling like you're in this space where you can't celebrate other people, hop off of social media for a minute, take a deep breath, hop back on. And I know this may seem kind of hard, but get on someone's page that you find is crushing it or doing well and give them a compliment. And you'll, you'll realize it'll make you feel better. It might be hard to first write it out because you're like, oh, I'm struggling so much internally. How can I celebrate someone else? But it's possible for you to be struggling and to also be happy for other people and also celebrate other people. So this will help shift your focus so that you are not putting so much blame on yourself and really being so hard on yourself because it's hard to focus on your strengths, especially when you feel like you're humble because you want to feel like you're humble, but you don't want to over-recognize your own talents and accomplishments. But guess what? It's okay to celebrate yourself. It's okay to be proud of what you've created. It's okay to see how far you've come. It's not like you're boasting in other people's faces. It's not like you're putting other people down in the process. And if you're doing this in a constructive way, you never know who you can inspire in the in this process. But the way that I really try to make this my reality is I keep sticky notes on my mirror and I try and write little things and little notes to myself because think about how many times a day you go into your own bathroom when you're getting ready at night during the middle of the day. If you work from home now, you're you're constantly at home. So you're gonna be going in your bathroom. You're gonna see these notes and I recommend you put them somewhere that you go multiple times a day because at first when you write them, you may not truly believe them. It may not sink in, but 
the more and more and more you see them, the more you start to believe it. And keeping notes in your phone of three things that you are proud of is going to be huge. And it doesn't have to be something short and sweet. I want you to write something about your persistence. You can write about the fact that you are proactive because being proactive means that you are constantly looking ahead and taking action before you actually need to. So if that's something you need to write down, then do it because there are things that you can be proud of that no one can take from you. And you need to realize that and you have the capacity to focus on those no matter what. But really and truly, this whole comparison game needs to take a backseat. And if you are in a place in your life where you feel like you are made for more, but you don't know how to get there, you are struggling mentally, you can't seem to do as well as other people based on what you see online, then it is time for you to implement these tools. It is time for you to implement some of these small steps. You don't have to go to taking a social media fast right away. If social media is something you enjoy, just limit yourself. Just set a timer. Be the type of person who is regimented enough to know that you don't need to spend 24 hours a day on social media. You need to prioritize sleep. You need to prioritize your um, goals with your career. Prioritize your own health because we were made for so much more than stressing over and feeling like we're failing and like we're not enough. There are plenty of times in our life where we have felt like we're not enough. And it's now that we are at this age, it is up to us to pull ourselves out of this shit and to really make it so that we know that we are enough. We've always been enough. We continue to be enough. So if this sounds like you, take some of these small steps because you can benefit so much from pouring into your own cup. But if you're pouring into the cups of others and that's people you don't even know, you're gawking over people's lives that you've never met. You want so much to be like them. There's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that you have no idea about. So spend some time and do some self-reflection and write down ways that you're proud of yourself. Write down things you're grateful for. Things that have been in front of your two eyes this whole time that maybe you've lost sight of because you are not failing unless you continue to let yourself fail and compare yourself. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.